Do you like bonus content? Of course you do. Everyone likes bonus content. And here at the Green Room, we have so much bonus content. Want to know how much bonus content? One. We, we have one. We have one piece of bonus content, and I'm, I'm very excited about this. Hey, guys, welcome to the Green Room on the Handshake Media Network. Uh, we have a little mini episode for you, a quick, short, fast one for you, because I was lucky enough to sit down with US director Paul Feig, who is behind the number one film in Australia right now. It's called Last Christmas. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favour and check it out. Uh, you'll also know Paul uh, as the director behind films like Bridesmaids, The Heat, Spy. Um, he also directed a bunch of episodes of um, some iconic comedy shows like The Office. He's the creator of Freaks and Geeks. He did a bunch of stuff with Arrested Development. The man is a legend. So I sat down with Paul while he was in Sydney to promote Last Christmas and we spoke, of course, about the new film, uh, which is written by Emma Thompson, casting someone like Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones fame. And we also spoke about the future or the potential future of shows like The Office and Freaks and Geeks. Check it out. Well, Paul, welcome to Sydney. Thank you, Neil. Congratulations on Last Christmas. Cheers, thank you. Uh, can we start from the beginning? I know that uh, Emma Thompson initially had you in mind for Late Night. You yeah. Were, you were scheduled to do that? Was that yeah, cool? I was all set because, yeah, Mindy Kaling's a friend of mine and I came on board that and we were working on it and then so that's how I got to know Emma because we were working on the character together, but then my our schedules all changed and we weren't able to do it together. So how long were you working with Emma on this? Uh, on this project, yeah. actually, she sent it to me. I, I, it was about a year and a half ago. It fell into my lap. It was like, I think, June of last year, so wow. the middle of the summer. That's how fast it went. I mean, we set it up at Universal, who were so great to jump on board. And I, it was a rush because I was like, I wanted to shoot in London before all the, all the lights are down. So mm. we had to get at least shooting by December, the beginning of December, which we did. The idea that the film would be soundtracked entirely by George Michael, mm-hmm. was that something that Emma said, this is absolutely non-negotiable? No, no, it actually, we that wasn't really in the script. It was written about, you know, the name of the song, and the song inspired it last Christmas, and she put in a few markers of like, you know, let's play some George here, but nobody kind of intended that. It was really the movie started to demand it, because I think George's DNA is just kind of through that storyline, and I started doing a deep dive into his back catalog and finding songs I had never heard before. And going like, oh my gosh, this you know, like heal the pain. You go, know, this is the, the basically the, this is the song of the movie, even more than Last Christmas. And then finding all these other ones, and we expanded from having the rights to five to needing the rights to fifteen songs, including the the never before never before heard uh, you know song at the end. Mm-hmm. This is how, which he recorded a you know a little bit before he passed away. And I just think it's one of the greatest songs. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to see the movie, stay through the end credits and listen to this amazing yeah, new well, song. Yeah, I know there are some cameos in this film. I'm not going to mention the big one, mm-hmm. uh, but people like Patti Lapone, yeah, Sue Perkins. Mm-hmm. Did you kind of insist that these fun little cameos that they really are? Someone like Patti Lapone, who is a legend, yeah, but is only in it for 30 seconds. Yeah, one. She's only got one scene. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my theory on movies is don't waste a second of screen time. Like get. Every, the greatest people you can, even in the smallest roles, because they're just going to bring all this extra you know, dimension to it. Uh, Patty's a friend of mine. I worked with her a number of years ago on a TV pilot for HBO, and it turned out she was in London on, on the West End doing company. And so I called her. I was like, Patty, would you ever want to do this role? We have this role of an American woman. She sure. And then Sue Perkins is one of my best friends. And it's like, Sue, please, will you please come and be a judge? Yeah, so it's just, it, you really, you know, you really luck out. You know, like Rob Delaney and, and you know, and Peter Serafinowitz, they all popped up, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I have a good team that I can draw on. Yeah. A lot of people with this film are talking about Amelia Clark and, oh, my God, she's so funny. But this isn't too surprising because 
you have a knack of getting particular actors who aren't necessarily known for, to be funny or even comedy in general, and you almost make them the star of the show. You know, like Statham in Spy or mm-hmm. Hemsworth in Ghostbusters, even Bullock in The Heat. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing that clearly other directors or filmmakers aren't seeing? Well, I'm I'm sitting down and having a meal with them or having drinks with them and seeing who they really are, and that's what I'm obsessed with. You know, when I meet, you know, like with Chris Hemsworth, you know, we, um, he was interested in being in, in Ghostbusters, so I thought, let's have lunch, and we're having lunch. I'm going like, he's so funny, but I, that was the moment I go like, but you have to play this Australian because you're the funniest when you are you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And it's the same with Amelia. When I had a meeting with her four years ago, I thought. I expected Khaleesi was going to walk in, and in walks this really funny, vibrant, you know, hilarious girl. And and, and, uh, then I ended up saying, I have to find this role for, you know, I have to find a comedy for you. And then I read the script and go, like, there it is. Is that the same as someone like Sandra Bullock? Because I imagine the idea of bringing Sandra Bullock as the lead of a comedy... A lot mm. of people would say, "Paul, what are you doing?" <laughs> well, I mean, she, you know, she was known in the '90s for all these comedies, and then she, you know, became such a deep actress on top of it. But yeah, I mean, it was the kind of thing you go, "Like, this is just the perfect role for this person." It's it's nice when we. I like to have an audience show up, going like, "I know what that person does," and then they go like. I had no idea that they could do this. I mean, Statham, you know, to yeah. me was like the greatest moment of that. Of yeah. people go like, "Oh my gosh, she's so funny," making fun of himself. Yeah. Is that something you picked up? early in the day, say shows like The Office or Freaks and Geeks, it really are just humans, very plain, ordinary people, mm. and finding something in them. Is that where you picked it up? Yeah, I think that's my whole thing that I love about what I do, and it's what always I always felt was missing in a lot of comedy that I was seeing in the 80s and 90s, was it was all very, it was a little too presentational mm. for my taste. It was very funny still, but I like human behavior. I like what you know, coming out of, like, real moments. And that's, again, when I meet somebody and go, like, that's who you really are, then I, they don't have to, they do have to act, but they can still kind of be themselves mm-hmm. in a way that, that just makes it more three-dimensional. Yeah. Well, I do have to ask before we go, yes. because of that, there's talk of NBC wanting to bring back The Office. Freaks and Geeks just celebrated a big anniversary. Can mm-hmm. you tell us anything? Do you know anything? Is it coming back? The oh, Office, sure. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. I, I know they've been talking about it. Um, I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I, I mean, you know, Steve's moved on, um, so you can always do it with a new cast. But I, I, I'm a sort of a fan of like once you get something right, step away, yeah. let it let it be its thing. Thank you for listening to this episode or this mini soda as we're coining it. Uh, Last Christmas is out in Australia right now. Again, it is the number one film in Australia. So if you haven't seen it yet. What the hell are you doing? Go see it. Don't be an idiot. That's our show. Thank you again for listening to this episode. And if you want to hear more episodes of The Green Room on the Handshake Media Network, check it out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe and review. We'll see you all next week.